Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. It was uh, announced over the weekend that the NBA will decide its award winners from the 60-some-odd games that were played prior to the coronavirus pandemic. Mm. So these eight seeding games, Jonas, that the NBA is is going to play will not have any impact on who wins NBA uh, Most Valuable Player, who wins Rookie of the Year, who wins Coach of the Year. All of that should be decided on the body of work that was done before the coronavirus pandemic shutdown. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. I don't know why we need to make things more confusing when it doesn't seem like these games uh, are are really going to matter too much anyway. But for the point uh, of the matter, we're going to have the MVP from what those 60s or some odd games that happened between October and March. Well, then that's fine. We can have an MVP, but Dan... That's an asterisk attached to that MVP. I'm sorry, pal. That's an asterisk attached to the MVP and any award that they decide they want to give out in the NBA. If you're not going to play the remaining eight games of the season, I'm sorry, Dan. I call bogus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need uh, the final eight games. I need to know what's happening. I, I refuse to acknowledge the MVP of 2020 in the NBA because they didn't complete the season. Well, the asterisk always is determined really by who wins it because if somebody were to win it, it wouldn't be an asterisk. If if some other team wins it, then there would be. There's always a double standard when it comes to this stuff. And one of the guys who feels like he has been having to deal with a double standard 
is LeBron James. Today, LeBron asked in the bubble in Orlando about the status of the most valuable player and and the season that he just had. This was LeBron James earlier today speaking with reporters about that most valuable player award. As far as the MVP race, I think I you know show what I'm capable of doing, not only individually but from a team's perspective. Us being number one in the West, there was a lot of conversation about LeBron can do those things in the East, but if he ever came to the West, what can he do? Uh, so you know, I heard all of that to be able to to have our team at the top of the Western Conference and, and playing the way that we were playing at that time and the way I was playing, you know, that's, a, that's definitely a good feeling. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's, that's definitely the most important thing right now on everybody's minds is whether or not LeBron uh, speaking in the third person can get it done in the West like he got it done in the East. Man, at least at least he knows the pulse of the country. You know, at least he at least he knows the audience and knows what's important out there. My God. Well, this it, – <laughs> This is, first of all, I always know when Jonas is locked and loaded when it starts with a, hmm. like, then, then you know <laughs> that the fire is coming out. It is amazing, <laughs> though, for a guy who is, I, I, I mean, the accomplishments, I mean, I, I haven't been to LeBron's Wikipedia page, but I would, you know, imagine it's at least a, like a seven or eight scroller where you're just continually, like, when you go to Tiger Woods' Wikipedia page, it is long, and there's like 20 different chapters. I would assume that's probably the same with LeBron James, but I didn't realize that the MVP actually mattered to him anymore. And that's what's what's surprising to me is not only does it matter to him, because I thought it was just of going to L.A., making his name, being a part of that that Laker tradition, trying to be one of the guys to bring a title to the Lakers instead of being the, hey, I went to the Western Conference to show that, that I can win the MVP. I didn't think that that was a part of it, but obviously it is. I don't think that LeBron's going to win the MVP, Jonas, but I also find it amazing that He's now been in the West for two years, so last year he didn't win it. Uh, this year, Kevin Durant uh, wasn't there because he's hurting in the East. Steph Curry was basically hurt for a majority of the time in the Western Conference. There was no Clay Thompson. The, the West that we once had when we talked about how great the Western Conference was, and Kawhi Leonard, yes, is, is back in the West Conference, but he was already, already there, basically, uh, playing for the San Antonio Spurs when we had these conversations. So what changed with LeBron in, in this season? Not only were there guys that left and the Warriors dynasty ended up ending because of various injuries and other moves, but it's also the fact that then the Lakers brought in Anthony Davis, which allows him to have a success. So, so to sit there and say, like, we're, you know, we're the top team in the West. We, you know, done our stuff. They said I couldn't do it. And now I'm doing it here. Eh, I don't necessarily buy that argument with how things have changed so much. I just like, why? Why should he be rewarded based on taking last year off? Could you like, could you imagine that if you worked at a place and then you walk up to your boss and you say, hey, man, can I get a raise? Uh, what for? Well, I was on time today. Yeah, but you were late yesterday. Yeah, but that's not the point. I was on time, and I, in fact, I was like 30 seconds early. Like, can I get a raise here? Can I get a little bit of love? Yeah, but you were late yesterday. So what are you talking about here? That's not how it works. LeBron James mailed it in a year ago. He took the year off. He walked into a game drinking wine. He didn't play hardly towards the back end of the season. And so because he's had a better year with better talent around him, all of a sudden he should just be granted the MVP and talk about it in the third person. Like, you know, everybody said I couldn't do this. They said I couldn't do – what are you talking about? You were supposed to be the savior a year ago, and the team stunk out loud. I, I just I, – I don't under – and here – let me just say this, though. I appreciate that we're actually talking about the MVP. This is one of my, my least favorite conversations during a normal NBA season, but it beats the hell out of everything else we've been talking about. So I'm glad that we at least have this fact. <laughs> and I can embrace it, but it's just at at some point, who cares, man? Go win your championship. Why is MVP? Why does it matter? Yeah, he kept receipts except for last year's. You ever try to go to a store and be like, I'd like to take this back? Do you have the receipt? No, I don't. Yeah, can I, I take mean, there, can I take one shoe back, please? <laughs> there's, there's there's like one or two stores that will just take it back. They'll be like, sure, you want it in your car or cash? But other, everybody else is like, I actually need to find uh, out that you bought this so I can highlight it. I'll give you the receipt back, and I'll give you another one to show that we credited your card. But that's not LeBron. He's got everything, you know, dating back, you know, from 2011 all the way up to 2018, and then you're like. Where's uh? Where's your 2019 receipt? Ah, 
I, I got this from I just, this is when I bought this in Cleveland <laughs> in 2016. Here's another one when I was in so Miami ridiculous. for 2014. That's the receipt. You have all the receipts that you want to use for your argument. Yeah, but to your point, doesn't have the one from last year. And this th- things have changed so much. And I think that we're going to see this when Kevin Durant is healthy. We'll see how Brooklyn comes together. Maybe the Heat are trying to build a super team with the, the, for, for what they have in Miami. I do think you're going to see a bit of a balance, uh, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of a shift in power. And you have the emergence of Giannis in the Eastern Conference, which there really was never a challenger for Giannis in the East. But to, to look at the West then and to be like, you know, yeah, I did it in the West. Well, it's not the same old West that it was. And 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 you didn't do it necessarily by yourself like he could have done last year, to your yes. point. I just I, I find it interesting that this is now the, uh, you know, the, the the basis of the argument. Plus, Jonas, because this announcement was made and I'm not sure exactly when voting is, is going to be done. I didn't bother to look that up in the pre-show. Probably should have, but I decided to take a nap instead. No, the, the the point is you now could campaign. You could say, well, I've done this or I've, you know, I've done that. And I, you know, like you could campaign for the award, which usually guys had to have their votes in by a certain point at the end of the, the regular season. Now you're almost trying to sway public opinion and sway writer's opinion on if you're going to be, you know, an MVP or not. Wouldn't it have been more impressive had the Lakers, even if they got ousted in the first round, but had the Lakers made the playoffs last year with everything they were dealing with, wouldn't it have been a more impressive year for LeBron James and this year is based on not having the same amount of talent around him taking over a franchise that hasn't been to the playoffs in five or six years Mm -hmm. and he brings them to the play like to me that would be more impressive than complain 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 get all of your young talent traded away uh refuse to show up on time for games a year ago not practice walk in with booze to a game uh not hustle after loose balls have kyle kuzma have to shove you to get you back on defense in a certain role mail it in on defense multiple times showcased on national tv but because you go out and you get a superstar player in anthony davis now he wants all the rewards that come with it i'm i'm sorry man I'm just not buying it. It's why I've said Giannis is the MVP this year. Uh, everybody that's saying we should reward LeBron James for what the Lakers are doing, man, if, if, is that the criteria now? Uh, crap your pants one day, but if you don't do it the next, you get a whole brand new wardrobe? Like, what are we rewarding here? Giannis is the MVP. Done deal. Bottom line, I don't want to hear any more about LeBron James. I, I will, well, look, Jonas, I will defend him in one way. At least this year he didn't try to trade his entire team. That is so true. That, that, that's gross. So, <laughs> That's so he, he didn't do that this yeah. year. Uh, maybe that was, you know, that was in the past. But, yeah, hey, thank goodness we're talking about MVP no and not like, are these players being tested? How, oh, man. How do they get the results back so quickly? I, like, I'll take this over a nasal swab any day. Any oh. day. Give me the MVP any day. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. so we appreciate LeBron. Sorry for all the harsh words. Just we appreciate the topic. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. If we need clarification about what's happening in the National Football League, we're just going to ask Albert Breer, senior writer from the MMQB.com, joining us now here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. And Albert, we probably need a lot of clarification, so I hope you can uh, you can help us out with this today. I want to start with the Twitter barrage that we saw from NFL players yesterday. We've seen J.J. Watt tweet uh, a, a similar message like he did yesterday, but what was the reason, what was the impetus that we had so many of the NFL's big names coming out and tweeting their message yesterday i think they felt cornered you know i um yeah we've seen this before um in in past disputes between players and management where um you know management will put its head down and just sort of try to push something through and i think that they felt like that's sort of where they were on saturday and the league put out a memo that sort of doubled as a press release that basically said training camp is on and, you know, when, and I'm sure you guys were aware of that. Um, a lot of people looked at that one miffed and were like, well, we still have all these unresolved issues. Why are you doing this? Like, why are you declaring uh, training camp on when so much has still not been taken care of? And so I think it was sort of, um, you know, an acknowledgement that the, that the NFL was trying to win the favor of the public and saying, hey, you know, we're ready to go. If it's not, if, if the players aren't, that's on them. Um, I think the players sort of fired back there saying, well, no, like this is not all on us. We just haven't fixed what we need to fix, and we're worried about our own health, and that's sort of where the divide is right now. And I think it'll get taken care of, but, um, you know, obviously it became pretty public there because I think that was the intention of it, was to was for one side and the other to – try to make clear to the public what was going on and, and who might be at fault. Albert, how much is the money factoring into this, and, and where do they stand on that? What needs to be worked out for both sides to feel comfortable moving forward? The money is always a factor, and I'd say the money in the NFL is a fact, is, is the number one factor 99% of the time. And so uh, there's no question that the money is a big piece of this. And, you know, the main thing that they have to work out is, what's going to happen with the 2021 cap. Um, you know, they could go forward and do nothing. If they do that, they'll probably be looking at a much lower salary cap number, depending on what sort of revenue sh- shortfall they face in 2020. And we don't know exactly what that's going to be because we don't know what it's going to look like in November, December. Are there going to be fans in the stands at any point this year? Um, there's a lot of stuff to be worked into to, 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 that remains to be seen on that end. But, um, you know, they got to figure out like how they're going to be able to manage what could be a cap shortfall in 2021. And, you know, again, if they sit there and do nothing, that's not good for anybody because that means in 2021, there are teams with rosters that, you know, just you're not going to be able to field, field those rosters, you know. Um, so teams will have to hemorrhage players, hemorrhage talent off their rosters. Players will lose jobs. Long-term extensions will be very, very difficult to do. It's just, it would be a bad situation for everybody. And so there are one or two ways you go with that. You either make the players take a pay cut now 
and so then that's taken care of, um, or you you know, agree that you're going to use future years against the 2021 cap. And you know, to this point, the players have wanted the idea that the idea to be that they were going to use future years to flatten the 2021 cap. The owners did that once before, about a decade ago, and didn't like it. They felt like they were giving the players an interest-free loan, so they want the players to feel the pain right now with them. In turn, the players are saying, you can't make us take the COVID risk, and then on top of that, ask us to take a pay cut. That makes no sense. And so that's sort of the biggest thing that they've got to figure out. On top of that, there's you know obvious, you know, obvious contingencies that need to be agreed to on how compensation would work if the season stops in October or November, um, you know, how the opt-out works and all of those sorts of things. And so, um, you know, do, 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 does all of this need to be worked out to start training camp? No. But if you start training camp without it, you're hurtling towards, you know, what could be bigger problems down the line. Elbert Brewer of the MMQB.com joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Jonas Knox. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb today here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Albert is... Is it more of a COVID-19 concern or is it more of an injury concern from what they had to deal with nine years ago? What are the, what, what are the biggest concerns that, that they have health-wise? Is it COVID-19 or is it that they don't feel that the schedule is right for their bodies if they're playing a season? It depends on what you're talking about. Um, if you're talking about the daily testing, obviously that's about COVID-19. If you're talking about the acclimation period, and that's about what happened nine years ago, where there was an uptick in Achilles injuries and an uptick in hamstring injuries. Um, you know, they have a jointly appointed committee. And that committee made a bunch of suggestions. And one of the suggestions was that you have a six-week ramp up to your first game, preseason or regular season, whatever it is, six weeks before your first game, where you have three weeks of strength and conditioning, no helmet, and then another three-week period where you're practicing the first 10 days of that um, non-contact to get you ready to play in your first game. Um, and right now the problem with that is, is that if you do the math, six weeks brings us right to the season opener um, from the start of training camp. And so if you adhere to what the joint committee is saying, then there's no way to do both the preseason and start the regular season on time. So something has to give there. The players don't want to bend on the whole on the on the idea of having a six-week acclimation period, and you know the owners don't want to bend on starting the season on time. So you either like the, the the you either have to one way or the other. You either have to fudge the um, you either have to fudge the acclimation period and and make that shorter, or you have to move the start of the regular season back, or you have to have no preseason games. And that's something that still needs to be worked out. Uh, Albert Breer with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Dan Byer, Jonas Knox, in for Doug Gottlieb here on FSR. Albert, look, I, I don't want to do this, but I feel I, it, it's my duty being Dan's co-host. He loves talking about this stuff. Dak Prescott. Um, and, and again, <laughs> I, this is something that he that he begs to talk about every day. He doesn't get enough of it. But how does what's happening financially, in all seriousness, with this salary cap that could be impacted or will be impacted next year, what does that do for guys that are expecting certain paydays potentially down the road with everything now that's going on, guys like Dak Prescott? No, there are a lot of them, too. I mean, it's not just Dak. You know, Joey Bosa, Jalen Ramsey, uh, Ronnie Stanley. There are lots of big, high-profile players that are going into contract years. Von Miller um, that haven't been taken care of, and I think haven't been taken care of primarily because because there isn't, um, you know, a, a clear view of what the next three or four years are going to look like from a salary, the salary cap standpoint. And so, you know, I, I think what that's going to mean in a lot of cases, and, and don't forget, too, the other part of this is some owners don't want to spend the cash right now. And so um, yeah, I think what that's going to lead to is a lot of guys playing contract years and probably a lot of guys getting tagged in 2021. As for Dak, if Dak gets tagged a second time, which I think you'd expect, I mean, the leverage he's going to have is going to be out of control. Because at that point, you're tagging him at $37 million, and what he has in front of him is either take the $37 million, you're a free agent in 2022 at 28 years old, or they have to tag him again in 2022, and he gets $54 million guaranteed <laughs> in, that, in that case. And so, like, his leverage point there is, 
you need to do something good enough to get me to walk away from those two scenarios. And, you know, I, I, again, like you hate to keep pointing back to it, but it is exactly what the Kirk Cousins situation was a couple of years ago. Um, the difference here is I do think that Dallas is very motivated to keep Dak Prescott more so than Washington was, but logistically the way they set up and the way the leverage points set up are identical. You know, that's the type of Dak talk that I don't mind. I just can't stand it. Does he deserve a long-term deal? Should he let him go? Like well, that's not- hey, guys, 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 you know what, though? Like, what's funny about that, I always hear people say that. Well, like, well, is he worth it? Like, look at the list of players over the last five, six years that have been the highest-paid guy in the league, right? Was Derek Carr the best player in the league? No. Was Kirk Cousins the best player in the league? Was Matt Ryan the best player in the league? Jimmy Garoppolo was the highest-paid player in the league after six starts. All right, so, like, for a while there, it was whoever the last quarterback to get paid would be the highest-paid player in the league. And, you know, it's just, it is what it is. You know, it's, just, it's the price of business that position. And, you know, I, I understand why, 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 you know, why the Cowboys were hesitant, and I don't think the Patrick Mahomes deal helped because it sort of justified a lot of the things that, that Dak was looking for. Um, the fact of the matter is, though, when they, you know, the, the clock struck, struck three, three central on July 15th in Dallas, um, so long as he stays healthy and keeps playing well, Dak's leverage got, got a very, very nice boost. Albert Brewer of the MMQB.com. I have one quick one, and it may not be a quick answer, so I apologize. But if college football does end up moving to the spring um, and you have maybe big names sitting out, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, uh, what would the NFL's view on that be? Would they be happy with it? Would teams be happy with these guys not seeing yeah. action? Or would it, they be turned away that they don't have another year? What would the NFL's view be on college football? Okay, I'll, I'll answer that two ways. Number one, I promise you 100%, the NFL is going to do everything that it can to help the college football train stay on the rails. Okay? If that means moving the draft back, I know they're saying they're not going to do it now. But if they've got to do things to accommodate college football, they will do it. And the main reason why, they know what they've got. They've got a free minor league, right? Like they've got, mm-hmm. they've got a free minor league that's not only a minor league, but also markets those players, makes those players identifiable when they get to the league. I mean, think about, you know, a Johnny Manziel or a Tim Tebow, who weren't even any good in the NFL, how marketable those guys were coming into the NFL. Has a triple-A baseball player ever had this sort of notoriety that some of these guys have? No. So, like, this machine that the NFL has of player development, like, great coaching these guys get. They're ready for the league when they get there, and they're marketable. But the NFL is going to do whatever it can to try to protect that system. That said, that does not mean that any team is going to look at a player and say, I'm not drafting because he didn't play last year. And the best example of that is very, very recent, and that's Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa walked away from, what was it, three well, I guess a little over three quarters of his last season at Ohio State, decided, I just, you know, I, the best decision for me is to go train for the draft. This injury isn't going to clear up in time for me to make a huge impact on my college team. Do you think he regrets that decision now? No. No. <laughs> I mean, the guy was the, the guy was the guy was the guy was the second pick in the draft. The only reason he didn't go number one was because a quarterback went number one. All right. He, he, he actually went higher than his older brother, who went third overall win. And I would say for the first three quarters of the Super Bowl, he was the best player on the field. So I think Nick Bosa's exhibit A, that if Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or anyone else were to sit out the 2020 season because it got pushed back or moved to the spring, you know, I think NFL teams would get over that pretty quick. Uh, by the way, Albert, uh, quickly, you're an Ohio State guy. Dan's an Ohio State fan. Um, the horseshoe with no fans in it, how do you feel about it? It's going to be weird, right? I mean, like, and it's such a big part of college football. Um, I, like, how much of the whole thing is just the atmosphere? And, I mean, if you've been to one of those games, you know what it's like there. And uh, the way the economy in a lot of those cities, you know, runs on, on college football. I'd be really, really strange. I mean, I'm still going to watch because I, I love football. I'd watch if those guys were playing in a parking lot. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely something that's going to be interesting. And, and what's so fascinating about it is that, you know, I, I said this to a few people, I'd say six, seven weeks ago. 
like where I, I was like, I, you know, the, the NFL is going to do everything they can to try to recover any revenue that they possibly can. And so, like, and I, I brought the example. I'm like, well, you know, I could see where, say, the Dolphins or the Cowboys are playing in front of half full stadiums in week one, and the Rams and the Giants and the Jets and the Niners are playing in empty stadiums. And the reason I use that example is because of where the trends were. Well, now the trends, the, the places that might have been safe six weeks ago are the hot spots. And so, you know, that, that's what's so crazy about this whole thing is that I think like a lot of the college football like landscape was sort of insulated from a lot of this over the first, you know, over the first few months of it. And, you know, now like the trends in some of those areas look really, really bad. He's Albert Breer, senior writer for the MMQB.com. Find him on Twitter at Albert Breer. We took a lot of your time, Albert. We appreciate it. Great info. And uh, we'll hope to talk to you again soon. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. My only thing with the NFL training camps, if you've seen any of the protocols that they've done at certain facilities, Dan, it's incredible what they've – like, we're talking six feet apart at all times. Uh, we're talking uh, tra- tracking, like tracing in your shoulder pads. So if somebody pops up as a positive test, they can go back and see who you came in contact with via your shoulder pad. So they – like, all of these elaborate things that they've put together, 50% capacity on, on bus rides, all of these things they've put together, and they're testing – so it just it, it begs the question, if you're testing and players want testing every day, owners are willing to do it every other day, if guys are testing negative, do we really need all those protocols? Like, is that really necessary? I understand fans not being in attendance. I just wonder how much of this is really necessary if we're testing guys and they're coming up negative. Well, there, I think it wouldn't it be the trust factor of that these guys are abiding by what they need to when they're away from the facilities? Yeah, and that's part of know? the protocols. They're going to be punished yeah. a la the NBA if they break – if they break any of the protocols and violate that or get reckless on the outside. You know, I look at Major League Baseball as the model. And and right now, Jonas, we don't know how that model is going to work out. But we heard their intake testing numbers. We heard their monitoring testing numbers. Those numbers ended up going down significantly. The NBA's world of a bubble is is so far from reality um, of the other sports, not in, in, in actual reality because it's happening, but you can't do what the NBA is doing with football or baseball. It's just not going to work. I know that they're doing it with hockey, but it's, we're talking about outdoor sports with seasons that have yet to begin. The NBA and the NHL are just trying to wrap up their seasons. I don't think we're going to see them begin a season in Orlando with, with uh, a hub city. I think that this is just to complete their season. So when you see Major League Baseball doing what they're doing, to me that's the most important thing, Jonas, to see on how the NFL is going to work. And I know the timelines may not match up because we're not going to get an idea of if baseball is working or not, but right. baseball is the one that's saying empty stadiums, teams will play, we'll have these protocols but we're going to be flying across, you know, parts of the country, and it's not going to be in the entire country like you would, but you are still traveling to different places. If you're the Angels, you're going up to Seattle facing the Mariners, like those sort of things. That's where I think that the NFL, it's really going to, it's really going to tell. If it works for Major League Baseball, then the NFL, I think, has a real chance of pulling this off. Andy Reid said that they're set up at Arrowhead, is is awesome. Half the half the building is is split. Offense on one side, defense on another. Yeah. But they've got everything set in place if they want to continue their season. That it's not it's not as inconvenient as some may think that they're going through. And and I would actually argue that this is going to be probably the safest the NFL locker room environment has ever been. Like I mean, look, you played high school sports. That was just at the high school level, man. Guys are slobs, 
Okay, it it just is what it is. It's not a clean place a lot of the time. You hear the you hear these stories. You hear uh, you know players that get the flu in the NFL, and then it passes around to, to certain guys, and 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 people are pretty tore up for a few days when it, because of it. Um, you know, you've had even more extreme cases where in Cleveland years ago, you remember when the staff infection outbreak happened? Joe Jurevicius, a lot of those guys ended up getting staph infection. All that is is cleaning. You need to do a deep clean. You have to make sure that that stuff's taken care of because you don't want any part of that. I would argue it's probably safer now in an NFL locker room and more sanitary now in an NFL locker room than it's ever been. If I were playing and I were a player and they can get the money figured out, I would have no issue going back to play at all. What are your thoughts if a player tests positive for COVID-19? Should the NFL pay them? Should it be a non-football injury? Because that's the – like to me, Jonas – when I saw the tweets come out yesterday, and and you could tell it was manufactured to your point. Everybody kind of had the same message, the same hashtag. It may not have been verbatim on everyone, but some of them were very close. I, to I being actually verbatim. saw one that had hashtag ad at the end of it. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> but the the point is, is the players are the ones that are risking. I you know like yeah. you want to you say like that the you know the, everybody's got a piece in it and the owners are going to be losing a lot of money, but to think like in a time where you're trying to figure this out and muscle through this. If someone comes down with COVID-19 and is, you know, unable to do their duties, to put them, in my mind, on the non-football injury list is absurd. I mean, you're going in knowing the situation, but you're still going to try to end up handling it, you know, having a season endure that cost like that that like that's the issue to, like to me of if there is clarification or there isn't clarification on it and you do test positive and all of a sudden you're like well great I lost my roster spot because I haven't been here for two weeks or I'm not going to get paid because like to me that's what seems to be kind of absurd that maybe the owners aren't taking responsibility for. so so your your thinking is I mean in a perfect world how would you designate it Non non football injury or, or like no. how would you the timeline is is the issue? I, I would just like if if you're if you're saying that a, a, a it is a non football injury right. with the designation, like I still think which the owners would not have to pay you you would the it would be a non football injury. Oh no, they should get paid. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, they should get paid. Yeah, you know, and so that's that's just the you know like one of the things that they're trying to you know figure out and. And, and, and to me, it's just that's, you know, something that is crazy to think that it would be anything but that. But then again, it comes down to the money, you know, and as you know, we spoke with Albert Brewer about. And so. also and also, look, I, I think and and maybe this is just wishful thinking on my part, but I think the NFL saw what a disaster Major League Baseball was. I don't think they want to go down that road. And that's why this they feel like they're pretty close. They feel like they're pretty close to coming to terms on some sort of – I know mm-hmm. the, the, the preseason game has kind of been a sticking point. The testing has been a sticking point. But it could be a simple compromise, and, and you know we're making it simple here on the air, but it could be something as simple as, okay, um, we'll do testing every day. Can you at least play one preseason game? Can, can you at least do that much? It could be something as simple as that that gets this thing done. Sure. It doesn't feel like it's as nasty and ugly. And you pointed this out uh, two months ago. The greatest rivalry in sports is the MLBPA versus the MLB owners, and it always has been. This doesn't feel like that. This feels like they're close to getting something done. And I think everybody involved realizes, look, there's a financial impact a huge financial impact if we don't get these games in. So we've got to figure this out. You've got a little bit of time. The season, the the drop-dead date for the season is in September. So we're still a month and a half away from that happening. I feel like they're going to get something done. I just don't think it's going to drag out like Major League Baseball. And I think they saw how ugly that turn in the PR hit Major League Baseball took. The uh, uh, This just in, Pro Football Talk saying that there is an agreement between the league and union to conduct daily testing. Okay. So that would be one of the things that one of the things that JJ Watt put in his checklist that I guess you could end up um, you know, checking off and then allow, you know, the you, you could you could move that off the list of, you know, the 10 or the 12 things that they have to figure and, out. And and see doesn't that doesn't that speak to okay, 
the fact that we're, this isn't dragging out and that was a sticking point yesterday and less than 24 hours later they've agreed to it like that tells me both sides are really close on this because in major league baseball man how many different reports did we get out it was tony clark versus rob manfred rob manfred didn't know whether or not they had a deal so on and so forth that dragged out for weeks and weeks and weeks the fact that 24 hours later a sticking point for the owners they've conceded on i think we're close to have it i think i think we're gonna have a season it I, to me the question is whether or not we have any sort of a preseason at this point I, I would also say this that while I, I side with the players and they don't want any preseason games I do think that there is a point where you have to at least have one because you have to figure out a way for these protocols um, how is it going to operate totally agree I mean just just to just to get a sense of uh, is this feasible is this not feasible what issues because you also don't want to run into those things on a nationally broadcast yes. games you know <laughs> yes. if things are happening like you've got to make sure that you can clear it up before and listen the rams didn't play their stars anyway in the preseason so it's not likely that they would anyway and it's not meaning to be like well the the stars shouldn't be more important than the other people but i'm just saying you can also have less people at the stadium and still try to work out some of the issues that you may have if the regular season begins and i also think it's a practice run for everybody it's not just a practice run for the players it's not just for the guys on the bubble that are trying to make an impact during an actual nfl game it's not just for getting starters reps or the backups reps or new coaches reps with with calling plays with their brand new quarterback that they just drafted it's all the other people that you mentioned that are involved the people that are in charge of the protocols the training staff uh, the people running the facilities there like all of those people need practice man if we don't have any sort of a practice and next thing you know it's thursday night football and al michaels and chris collinsworth are like are they sanitizing the yard markers what's going on down there it's going to look weird we've got to figure this thing out and you got to get everybody an opportunity at least one to work this thing through it's going to be interesting but at least this agreement as you said could be a domino effect to other things damn straight we're going to get our football dan we are going to get our football we're going to get a fantasy draft we're going to get all of it dan buyer telling you it's good Let's news because I picked second. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> you've already done your draft. You've <laughs> no, already done, done our, your order. No, we've done our draft. Yeah, we do our we do a lottery, and uh, so we have the lottery, and so I'll be second. Yeah, well, there it is. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. It is a Monday, and coming up at the bottom of the hour, you will have an updated John Ramos show. A new. And uh, I don't know if it's improved, but it's a new episode of the John Ramos show. Sure. Hi, Ramos. It will be the latest one coming up as opposed to the one that was uh, just posted on social media from Friday's episode. So don't be confused. Friday's episode just came up at the Fox Sports Radio Twitter handle. And then a new episode comes up in 30 minutes. So if you needed your John Ramos show fix you are getting it today. Here. Ramos on his way to third with a triple. <laughs> Double barrel action, Dan. <laughs> this, Friday, by the way, Monday, all on Monday. I, I need to. I do need to clarify the gift story that John referenced. And if you're oh, yeah. just tuning in, David Gascon won the <laughs> game, beating Gavin Kinzel, our executive producer, four to three. As actually sudden death, basically, because the game took so long in John Rahm or John Ramos. And the story about the U.S. Open, Jonas, you were there. You remember where you know the merchandise tent was it, yeah. from where we br- broadcast? Completely the other side of, of the property. In, in the kind of humidity that felt like you were walking through peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, so, I remember. So Sunday night, it was Sunday night after Dustin Johnson ends up uh, claiming – uh, the U.S. Open with his win at Oakmont. There was uh, a text from John Ramos to pick up some souvenirs. So I went to a smaller souvenir store. Mind you, the tournament is over. So people are leaving. You, you would imagine on how many items are still available, right? There's yes. like four T-shirts, six <laughs> hats, and one mug. Like, that's it. That, that's all that's left over. They've had the last seven days to, to shop through it. And I remember I texted John. And I said, I got you an extra large T-shirt and, uh, you know, and a hat. And he's like, the extra large is too big. So, I like, there were only four <laughs> shirts left. 
they were all extra large. And unfortunately, I think it was for his brother. Maybe it, was that it. Was that it, John? Was that it was it for was my brother-in-law? Actually. Brother-in-law. Yeah. So then I don't feel as bad. Yeah, so, not even blood, man. <laughs> yeah, not even yeah. Blood it wasn't relation. even blood, but yeah, the shirt was too big of the four that were remaining. Unfortunately, but that was the that was the Oakmont store story. I mean, the weather was so bad. That at one point it felt like lightning had hit the media tent. You remember that day? <laughs> yes. Where, where the lightning and it shut down power uh, to certain people. Like it, like people got knocked off the air because the weather was so bad. John made you literally run on the set of Twister to go get him a large <laughs> shirt at a golf tournament. Unbelievable. Oh, hey, and we we'll, we'll do it for John Ramos every single time because he pays us back in great episodes of the John Ramos <laughs> but show. Can I, can I, I just, can I quiz you on something real quick? Sure. Just real quick. Just a quick quiz here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so um, John Ramos. All right, I want you to see if you can spot the difference here. All right, this is just, it's real simple. Fun little game here. This from John Ramos's Twitter handle at JSRamos06. See if you can spot the difference. It's a special post-weekend The John Ramos Show coming up today at 2.30 Pacific Time, 5.30 Eastern Time, whether you like it or not. This from The John Ramos Show account. See if you can spot the difference. Is there a difference, Dan? (laughs) It's a special post-weekend The John Ramos Show coming up today at 2.30 p.m. Pacific, 5.30 Eastern Time, whether you like it or not. Is there a difference between those two? I did not hear any. Yeah, I, I did because not. he basically copy and pasted one tweet <laughs> to the other account and sent it out. I noticed he's been doing this because he's also copied and pasted the ones where he had typos. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> yes. My notifications were going nuts because <laughs> he's got the, you got oh. your Twitter handle wrong. He forgot the I in it. He added an N <laughs> to the Fox Sports Radio handle, all on separate tweets. John, do we finally have one that we can send out and retweet? <laughs> I think so. I think okay. the last one was good, right? I th- I think so. Okay. Yeah, I will retweet <laughs> that oh, one. That, uh, oh man, I gotta I gotta make sure I get a proofread oh, before I. Send I just want to confirm the one on the JS Ramos zero six account still has at Fox Sports Radio N. <laughs> yeah, Fox Sports Radio N. It's an adjective. It, yeah, radio. <laughs> <laughs> I just Fox Sports Radio N. Yeah. It's like a verb. Oh, yeah. my God. What are you doing? I'm Fox Sports Radio. In right now. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Doug Gottlieb show. Dan and Jonas. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. Honey, what are you doing? Fox Sports, Sports Radio and man. <laughs> <laughs> Word of the year. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Uh, well, Are we on the air, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> Three, two, one. Go. All right, good. There we go. Oh, this is the Doug Gottlieb show, surprisingly enough. I hope Doug is okay with this. He's Jonas Knox. I'm Dan Byer. Again, a new John Rama show, bottom of the hour. That was the voice of Gavin Kinzel. Uh, This is a Gavin Kinzel production here today on Fox Sports Radio. So we've got Major League Baseball coming back this week. Actually, the Nationals, uh, I believe, announced that Dr. Fauci is going to throw out the first pitch in Thursday's game against the New York Yankees. So you've got uh, you've got the Nationals and Yankees uh, playing in Washington, D.C., and uh, Dr. Fauci will throw out the first pitch of the first game of the 2020 season on Thursday. Uh, do you see uh, the Astros are countering? They're going to have Doogie Howser throw out the first oh, pitch. Oh, really? Yeah, they're going to. Oh, that's a way to do it as well. I mean, you know. Well, see Astros, Dan. They do things differently there. But you know? This may be one of our only times that we can uh, – we can uh, get together prior to the Major League Baseball season. So, uh, at least the season starting. So, I figured, you know, actually, let's be honest. Gavin Kids, our executive producer, <laughs> says, guys, why don't you kind of take a look at some Major League Baseball, you know, and, and, and you know, take a look ahead to the 2020 season. So, we're going to do that. You ready, Jonas? I'm ready. All right. Let's give our 2020 Major League Baseball storyline slash preview slash look ahead to what we could get for the 2020 Major League Baseball season. Are you ready to go, Jonas? Let's go. All right, I am banking on this. You ready? First prediction. 
the Toronto Blue Jays will not win a game in Toronto this oh, season. Oh, okay, that, that that's a ballsy pick, Dan Byer. Not going to happen. Not going to happen in Major League Baseball. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. Just a ballsy pick there. And, and you know what? I like that. I'm willing to ride you on that. By the way, Dan, how about the race to four wins for a starting pitch, oh, pitcher oh. this year? You know, because <laughs> that, that would be considered that would be considered a decent year. You figure, I mean, how many starts are pitchers actually going to get this year, whether or not they're going to be able to complete games or they want to stick them around for the long run. A four-win season in Major League Baseball could be Cy Young worthy, Dan. Holy cow! <laughs> four! Yes, four. <laughs> um, I'm just, I got a sense here, Jonas, as we look at in the Major League Baseball season, I think attendance is going to be down this year. Yeah, that's just kind of getting a bit of a sense that, yeah, that this this may not be some of the numbers that you're seeing in Major League Baseball compared to other years. I expect attendance to be down in 2020. You can put it on the board. <laughs> yes. Right. So yes. I, I will counter your attendance sarcasm with a question. Okay. Who's going to be the first stadium to allow fans in? Because you know somebody's going to make the move. Somebody's going to feel confident enough. They're going to allow fans in. Who's going to be the first stadium to do it? It's going to happen. Oh, gosh. You know what? I am going to say, man, all the places that I thought would have had the spikes, you know, Texas. uh, You know what? We're going to say this. We're going to say Florida. Yeah. 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 You've got to be kidding me. I got the Rays. Okay. There yeah, I you got go. the Rays. They'll be the first, the first one to allow fans in. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Rays. I just gave you a state. I probably should have given you Marlins <laughs> or Rays or the Tampa Bay or Toronto Blue Jays if they're going to be uh, playing in in Florida. Yeah, they're going to play in Dundon. Is that how you pronounce it? Dundon or Dundon? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I no, think it's whatever. yeah, I think it's Dundon. Um, it could be Pittsburgh as well. It could be Buffalo. Who knows where the Blue Jays are going to play? I'll tell you one thing. They're not going to win in Toronto this season. I'll tell you another thing. I don't think Buster Posey wins that starting job at catcher for the Giants. John, what do you think? <laughs> Holy cow. Okay. <they're... laughs> Thanks, Harry. <laughs> He's <laughs> watching you, Harry. a completely different ball game for, uh, for the upcoming season. Uh, how about uh, this? How yeah. about teams in World Series droughts mm. that shouldn't celebrate a World Series, even if they do win a World Series this year? All right, because Dan Byer, look, I'm not trying to. It's been a long time for your for your Milwaukee Brewers since they've won a, t- a title. Mm. Uh, my last check, it was 51 years for the Brewers. If they were to win, finally win a World Series this year. There's no way you're actually celebrating it, right? Well, yeah, and I think it would be the Milwaukee Braves who probably last won it because, yeah, the Brewers, the Brewers franchise, um, yeah, has never, never won one. I would even put, I'll put this, I'll put the uh, the Seattle Mariners up there as well because they've, you know, they, they talk about, you know, when they had their what 116 win yeah. season or whatever it was, and they completely bottomed out. Um, we can't give them credit if they end up making a push and then making it to the World Series. The so Indians put- the Indians are 71 years. The Rangers Ooh. are 59. The Brewers, 51. Padres, 51. The Mariners has been 43 years. Okay, 43 yeah. 43 years so, for the Mariners. Yeah, so, yeah, I would, say, I would say the Mariners do that. By the way, um, I purchased a new Padres hat yesterday. I don't even like the Padres, but they have the new brown and gold color. You know, just isn't that the old one. brown and gold? Yeah, yeah. They they brought it they back. Brought them back. Yeah, oh, they man. brought it. So, you can yeah. put it on the board. <laughs> yes. You got. You guys. Yes. Have, you guys have seen how you can buy cutouts in these stadiums, right? Yeah. You, yeah, you could buy like Dodger Stadium, like yeah. three hundred bucks, and the, the Giants. Club. Yeah. 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 I I bet by mid season, the Dodgers will offer a promotion where you can have two cutouts fight each other in the parking lot for. 29. Oh. Come on, Dan. I mean, to be kidding me. Dan, that is – how could you? I mean, <laughs> how could you do that? Are you hey, serious? for 30 bucks, you know, that's not a bad deal. By the way, that's the – you talk about poorly spent money. Do you want your cardboard cut out at a game? Isn't the point of paying tickets I, to a game so you can watch the game in person? Oh, What are yes. we doing? I'm a, it's too expensive to go to a ball game these days. I just paid a hundred bucks to have a picture of me at the game, and I'm not even going to be there. I just, yeah. I don't understand it. Uh, all right, Dan, how about this? Will somebody go hitless for the entire season? <laughs> okay. 
It's not that far-fetched because here's why. If you're a pinch hitter and you're just brought in on pinch spots, you're only going to get 60 games at most. And we know pinch hitters aren't hitting every single game. Like, it's not that far-fetched to think that somebody starts off slow. Was it, was it uh, um, Chris Davis who was like two for 90 to start off the year for the Orioles last year? If it or wasn't, like it was close. Yeah, yeah it, it, it was awful. It's not that far-fetched to think somebody could go hitless in a 60-game season. At least, <laughs> at least the first half of the season, for uh, uh, according to uh, Harry Carey. By the way, kind of on, the, on those heels, it's late July, and Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge don't have a regular season home run. Yeah, no kidding. It's a little weird. It's a little yeah. weird, got to tell you. You think they're off the gas or something? You think? <laughs> I don't know. Well, if they face the Mets a bunch, I think that will change. Um, oh. Can I just ask you, um, as we uh, as we wrap this up, yes. and, and, and this is just a, a question, all right, not even part of our MLB storylines, what did you make of the first weekend of spring training? Uh, uh, you know, I kind of stunk. Yeah. I mean, like I didn't, you know, it's tough to get I, I just the no fans thing. It is kind of tough. Yeah. I, it, and plus I'm not watching spring training baseball anyway. I'm, I am not, I, I'm, I have my preferences. Did I watch a little bit of Yankees Mets to see what it was like? Yeah. yeah. Did I stay in tuned? No. So, uh, Dunedin, Florida, Dunedin. Is I believe well, the pronunciation. I mean, I that's what eat- that's what I'm the Dilio said. So oh, well, listen, I, I was done eating two hours ago, Dan. So, I don't <laughs> so why do you make me do this? Why do I go down the pun rabbit hole with you every time we it's work fun, together? Because it's fun. <laughs> Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Does it get any better than this? I think not. It's the John Ramos Show. Ramos? It's the John Ramos Show. John Ramos Show. This is the John Ramos Sports on Fox Radio. Huh? Here's John Ramos. He says exactly what Suzanne tells him to say. Ramos! Shut up, John. Yeah! All right. Yes. Welcome to the John Ramos Show. It's Awkward Monday. Just hashtag the John Ramos Show. What makes you awkward? Is it that first kiss? Is it getting up in front of a crowd? Maybe it's admitting you're a Sacramento Kings fan. Oh, come on. Well, later on the show, we have a... uh, I'm sorry. Uh, We've got a great, great show for you tonight. Later on in the show, the crew and I will debate a big, big story... The DH in baseball. Will it hurt baseball or will it help baseball? By the way, it's National Hotel Room Day, guys. Did you know that? No, no, I didn't. My favorite is the one with the king bed. Dan and Jonas, what about you? I would have to Well, enough of the small talk. Let's get to the show. My regular sidekick, Ryan Music, is out again today, but in his place is my guy. You love to hate Gavin Kinzo. GK, what is going on? John, there is so much going on in the world of sports. Great to be with you for another scintillating John Ramos show. Hashtag the John Ramos show. Gavin, the weekend, we had a wonderful time celebrating my son Jonah's first birthday. Man, that was great. I am so happy for you, but that really doesn't have anything to do with sports. It's okay. I just wanted to spread the great news to all our listeners and viewers but there was just something even better than that. Really? What is that? You were not invited. Wow. <laughs> it's a trend. Is giving out players' birthdays really mean you're a team insider? That's next on the <laughs> John Robinson. Rebo's got the beat, and the band plays on. You can relive it all with Kenneth Star Wars. Introducing size noodles and the Rebo band. Job of the Hut action playset sold separately. Well, it was my son's birthday this past week, so let's give it up for cake. Oh. (laughs) In honor of my son Jonah's first birthday, they agreed to play for us. We'll get to their birthday wishes later on in the show. Also, coming up, the top 26 baseball players over 39. All right. Where will Eric Kratz fall? Stay tuned. Hey, this day in future sports history, July 4th, 2169. Wimbledon allows the first ever babies to play singles as four month <laughs> four month old Jim Kloss beats one month old JJ Flat in a crazy five set match that lasts for five hours. When asked after the game what was the key to victory, Kloss said "Gaga goo goo," and then <laughs> and then wet himself. Oh. <laughs> it's also July 20th, not the now, 4th. But now just... let, now by let's the way, play. Uh, by the way, John Ramos wrote this entire show in, in his son's bounce house that he got for the birthday yesterday. Let's play yes or no. It's time for yes. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 and just ask a quick question. All you have to do is just say yes or no. Will the NBA bubble burst? Jonas. No. Dan. No. Gavin. Yes. David Gascon. Yes. Will J.R. Smith. Jonas. 
Willie what? <laughs> Willie J.R. Smith. Oh. Yes? Dan. No. Gascon. Yes. Gavin. No. Will the Houston Astros get caught cheating again in 2020? Dan. Yes. Jonas. C. Gavin. Yes. Gascon. No. Will Antron, Will Antonio Brown come out of retirement? Dan. Yes. Jonas. Yeah. Gascon. Yes. Gavin. Yes. Should nepotism be officially recognized as an Olympic sport? <laughs> That's next on the John Rommel Show. This is a good one. This is a good one today, Dan. He's fresh off the weekend. He's fresh. That's hey, why. It's, it's a commercial. Do you think he actually wrote this? Uh-huh. Be honest. Come on. Oh. Let's give it up for cake. All right. This band stinks. Hey, we had some bunt cake for Joda's first birthday party yesterday, but we'll ask cake what their favorite cake is later on in the show. Plus, we will dig deep into the sports bag for something no one is talking about. It's almost like TV or radio silence. Who is more important to their team, Giannis or LeBron? (laughs) I know no one wants to touch that subject, but I will later on in the show. Plus, we will rank the top 15 sports movies. Will Rudy keep its championship belt? Hang on. That is later on. But now, we are about to do something, guys, that only the John Rommel show could pull off this early on. That's right. It's a 2020 presidential showdown, a debate right here between the two nominees from their respective parties. It's going to be good. Look. He is the 45th president of the United States, real estate mogul, reality television star, author of The Art of the Deal. He has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, former Times Person of the Year, Sports Business Journal, named him the most influential person in sports business. It's unbelievable. He is in the Hall of Fame in New Jersey's Boxing Hall of Fame. It's President Donald Trump. President Trump, how are you today? But we have people that are stupid. Former vice president, longtime Delaware senator, three-time presidential hopeful, former chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. He was presented with the Presidential Medal of Honor, the author of the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act of 1994. His name is Joe Biden. Joe, welcome. (laughs) Well, that's all the time we have for you today. Sorry, Cake. We will have to have a chat next time. We just ran out of time. But until then, thanks for listening and watching. And GK, whose backside was that? Oh, (laughs) all right. Job well done. This is what I like about. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.